Top of the old morning, chums. I hope you got a podcast license, and I hope you got your dice rolling license ready, because this is Little Wars, mate. It's going to be great. Oi! Oi, what is it, mate? Have you seen the queen lately? Well, I haven't seen her, because she lives in this big old castle thing, and I can't, I can't, can't see through the walls, mate. Oi, how many bombs? I don't, I don't know, mate. I don't know, mate. Mate. Uh, Oi, T. I know, Big Ben. I, I guess. Mate. <laughs> listen, mate. Listen. Listen. You haven't even read Locke. <laughs> One bong, mate. Wait, or is that 13 bongs? Do they use British time? Or do they use military time for, for bongs? It, it, well, it wouldn't make sense because it's a clock tower with like a normal handed clock. Yeah, this is Little Wars. I'm your host, Mongoose. And uh, my, my co-host is Jack. And... Uh, we're 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 gonna we're gonna trash we're gonna we're gonna butcher every European language by the time we've uh, we've gone through this, probably you know except why? for Germans because I can't do a German accent. But you know why? Because they're European. Haha, <laughs> lol. Nerds can't even own firearms. <laughs> um. Anyway, so uh, yeah. Um. So tell me what you did this week. Mr. Kikimura. What did I do this week? Well, um, I, I, well, th- this week was Thanksgiving week, so I just sort of hung out. Um, really play a whole lot of games this week. Uh, I, I did a, a little bit of reading up on games. Did a lot of thinking about games. Um, I figured out that uh, one of these days I'm going to start posting all of my secrets on how to win the board game Risk up to the website where we host this podcast, uh, rightwingentertainmentsquads.wordpress.com, because Tone, the wonderful person who is letting us host there, is going to let me uh, post my, um, going to let me post my uh, uh, horrendous takes about how to play this board game most efficiently on there. Risk? Risk. You don't know how to play Risk? Well, I know how to play Risk. I also know how to win Risk, which is, which is hard. There's just like an, gra- there's, just grab Australia and then send your army. Actually, actually, it's it's way way more difficult than that because you see, Australia is actually like it's it's a feasible strategy, but there's actually a f- a far more optimal strategy than the Australia strategy. The other thing is because the Australia strategy is kind of a meme, everybody knows. So if you're actually playing with people that know how to play Risk a little bit, they're gonna all everybody's gonna try to fight over Australia. So, so take over Asia and hold it. No, no, that's oh, actually. Okay. Uh, a- I'm not going to give away all my secrets on here because we'd be here for several hours. But basically, the the continent order on like what you want to have in terms of like what's most valuable to attain is actually it goes South America, North America, then Australia, then Africa, then Europe, then Asia. And Asia's on the bottom just because of how impossible it is to take. Europe is similarly impossible, but there are less areas in Europe to take, so it's more feasible. Interesting. Yeah, my my strategy has always been to just, uh, to just uh, you know, um, take over North America and hold it. That that is a that is one of the more optimal strategies. You, you generally want to have both of the Americas because North America has three choke points, but if you have North and South America, you still have three choke points, but you're getting way more resources out of both continents. 
God, I love autism. Yeah, oh. yeah. I mean, oh. I mean, just so good. That's but that's just how it works. I mean, that's that's it. Just works. See that? See that continent? You can take it. <laughs> um, but you, unless you're talking about Asia, well, in which you, case you're a Asia, liar. Asia is what you take in the last portion of the game. But the other thing you want to do is, if you hold North America, you want to have the far eastern Vladivostok portion of Russia. You you want you want those areas you want at least one so that like nobody can hold the entirety of Asia at once. Is this because you have 0.5% Yerkut? Because, no, no, this because is because Yerkut is a is a territory over there. Something like that. Basically, you want to deny anybody the massive Asia bonus. If somebody can get the Asia bonus, then they're going to start steamrolling even if cuz the Asia bonus in one turn if it's played correctly can win you the game. Which is why you have to strategically deny the Asia bonus to people. Mm. I'm on to you. Your what, what are they even called? Your Cutians? Your Cutie? North Sentinelese or something? I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. So. Anyway, so I, I, yeah, that's that's all that. I mean, if you want to learn to play Risk, you can you can learn it from me. I figured it out. Yeah. I've uh I, I I was fairly busy as far as uh traditional games go. Uh, I went to three different Thanksgiving dinners. Oof. Which oh uh, yeah, it was I don't know, like like by I have I have a billion uh uh pounds of Thanksgiving leftovers in my fridge right now and I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to get rid of them rather than throw them away. So yeah, I've I've no idea. I've I've no idea, but I did play a game called smash together or you know it should have been a little bit more prepared but it's basically a game where uh it's a very simple card game where you play and uh you take over uh bases with like minions with power and stuff like that it's a, it's a very simple game like that the thing is though is that what you do is you take two decks of different uh nerd culture uh I- I- iconic nerd culture uh factions and you smash them together so you so you shuffle them together right uh this this actually sounds really something that would make me really angry to play actually well okay so so in my defense i was playing this with family so you know i I guess that's mildly more wholesome yeah no it was was very wholesome it was very wholesome and and many of them didn't get the references and and you know and they were mad about that, and I got the references, and I became mad about it. So we were all mad, and honestly, that if was If you just kinda... want to get everybody mad, just play Monopoly until everybody quits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. It was it was an interesting it was an interesting game. And I also got Blackstone Fortress over the, uh, over the Thanksgiving break. You want to talk to us about Blackstone Fortress? Yeah, I haven't gotten the chance to play it. Uh, by the way, anyone here, uh, if if you ordered it from a GW store, uh, you got a special warrant of trade. Uh, I did not do this because I don't buy from GW stores ever. But if you did, you got a special warrant of trade where you can sign your name into it. And it's got like this like gold-pressed uh, uh, portion on it. I just like to remind everybody that it's only valid if you put your social security number, uh, your credit card number, well, you, you, the, date the, the, on the, the back, 
and, and those, the wacky three digits on the back. The wacky three digits, right? That's the only way uh, your warrant of trade will be valid. So, is this uh, is this Warhammer quest or? Yeah. So, uh, so it's so, Warhammer fant. No, it's Warhammer forty no. k. Right. So, so basically, the game revolves around like a dungeon. Uh, it's almost like dungeon delving. Uh, you get. You get your character, and you have two phases. You can you can go back to like town and trade whatever you got in the dungeon, and then you go into a uh, what's what's called like like a like a maglev or an elevator or a lift if you're from uh, if you're from England, and uh, and you go into like a like a almost a it's almost randomly generated uh, set of dungeons, and you can go and. Uh, and fight randomized enemy uh enemy groups of enemies and honestly it looks really fun i've seen a few people play it online and uh and it's got a complicated enough rule set that you can actually just co-op with all of your friends and allow the npcs to be to have randomized actions and they're actually fairly it's, it's actually fairly uh fairly effective so I don't know. It, it seems like it seems like it could be fun, and all the models inside of it come with rules, so you can uh, so you can add, so you can add them to your army or trade them or whatever to other people. So yeah, I don't know. I got I got Blackstone Fortress, and it looked uh, looks pretty good. I'm probably going to play with my friends. Uh, Sounds like fun. Itch. I I I mean, I don't know. Board games, best board game, still Risk. Second best board game, code names. Third best board game. I don't know. Does chess? Do we count chess as a board game or a war game? Because hmm. most people would definitely count. Uh, what's it called as a war game? Um, uh, the old Avalon Hill games, which I'm probably going to buy a few this December off of eBay. Well, well, I, I guess that leads to the question of what is the difference between a board game and a war, war game? Uh, what's the difference between a board game and a war game? I actually have no idea how you would define that. Uh, that that's why I'm asking. Does chess a war game? Is it an incredibly primitive war game or is it a board game? Do we even know? Well... So, so I, I would, I would say, I would say that all war game. Well, let me let me back up. A board game technically is something with like with like a uh, a board that you set down, right? Wait, so risk well, te- technically, game. but but like here's here's another big question. So like if that's the case, but we all like classify things like uh, Dominion. You would probably count as a board game. But Dominion has cards, right? So, so I would put them in in like a Venn diagram type situation where not all war games are board games, and not all board games are war games, but some fit both, basically. Because because something like Sorry is not uh is not a war game, but it is a board game. Something like. Uh, Flames of War is not a board game, but it is a war game. Something like Risk or Strategio, I would suggest, is both. And Chess. 
chess. I don't know if I'd count chess as a war game. Per se. I don't know. It depends on the parameters because a war game you could define technically as um, it's a game where you each side brings uh, selects an army and then brings it, or each side agrees on balanced army parameters for a scenario and then plays. And technically. Chess, chess would fit in that, yes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, um, risk in chess, wouldn't you can... though, because you generate your army as time goes on, which isn't something typical of most war games, per se. Because a war game, you start with everything, you show up, and then you sort of, sort of get I would, slaughtered. I would, I would actually disagree, and that actually, that's actually a, a great segue into uh, into my next project that I want to do with. Uh, with my group of friends, if you're, uh, if you would allow me. Yeah, sure. So, uh, so in the past, uh, anyone who's familiar with mini wargaming, uh, the, the YouTube channel slash, uh, slash website, uh, they have a lot of different, um, they have a lot of different programs, I guess you could call on there. They have, they have painting guides. They have, uh, they have campaigns, they have role-playing games they have very basic games that they play of like aos 40k uh or some other ones so they're basically just a mini war game you know you know that one that one game that existed at one time that was really good warhammer fantasy battle yes they they actually still have battle reports that they're producing for that they call them old war or old old world i think but uh but they also have something that uh, Dave, which is their hot, their honestly their their best uh, employee there, and he's also the guy that doesn't produce as ma- as many videos, but he actually does a series called Path to Glory, uh, which is an interesting take uh, where you basically you basically choose your commander and then you roll on tables and you randomly generate three units for your faction right and you you're playing narrative rules so you can give them whatever weapons you want but only three units and as you go throughout the game uh you know they get boons they get special equipment that goes beyond their their unit cards and uh at the end of every game you generate a new unit for your warband right and uh you can play this with a group of people uh because the objective is to get uh, favor points and uh, whoever has the most favor points at the end of the campaign wins. I think there's like something like five rounds or something. You can play round Robin if you want. Uh, so yeah. So, so the idea basically is to use your models in their WYSIWYG format, which pretty much means uh, uh, what, what you, you see, see is what, what you, get. you get. Yeah. Right. So, so the, the idea is that you, is that you use models out of your collection in a WYSIWYG format to, uh, and randomly generate them. So, I think I think those those series of videos are actually pretty good. And in fact, that's what I I'm I'm going to do a highly edited version of that with my uh, with my play group here in a bit. That sounds good. Um, one of the things that you know, people don't like narrative games in my experience because it's hard to organize, mm-hmm. which is a shame. <laughs> But and it and and it requires that everyone be very friendly with one another because you know your your war gear tends to get a little bit op if you let it. Yeah, uh, it's it's just a shame that people don't like it as much 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I think I think that honestly, most narrative rules for various systems, and I'm not just talking about 40k, are pretty bad because because usually usually uh, the the definition of narrative that I'm using here is like a without points a without point based uh, combat. So you tend to get a lot of like unintentional power gaming going on because everyone wants to use their uh, their uh, their twenty man death company all with thunder hammers or whatever. You know. It, yeah, with that with that where you just roll randomly, it's like okay, well I'm gonna play marines. Somebody else got to play guard. You got three units from guard. Congrats! Yeah. You just rolled three blobs of conscripts. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, or or you know you decide you're going to play guard and then you roll randomly and you get three commissars. It's like what? <laughs> you know? Yeah, uh, Flames of War had something like that a while back, but it was a uh, it was a somebody had created a an algorithm which would take some of the really late German lists where it was a lot of just stopgap stuff and they would randomly generate a company you could play, but it was always within the points value. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so then, so then like, you know, you'd have these, uh, you'd have these, uh, you'd have these, what's it called? You'd have these like randomly generated, really late German companies with all these really weird units together that you know make historic sense. But the thing about it is that you know you you really need uh, the um the the uh, I'm trying to think, but you would you would need a uh, an algorithm a re- like that to make this a work. referee. Basically, you would need a referee, but you would also need some kind of you would, or you would need an algorithm to make sure everything's balanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, and and that's that's why I'm I'm uh, pushing the whole WYSIWYG thing because uh, usually you don't build out your squads, uh, especially when your models are really expensive. You usually don't build out your squads with like the best weapon that that squad could have. You tend to do so in like a relatively balanced points way, right? So, you know, if if you if you don't have any guns that are uh, that are really inefficient point wise, but are actually really really good, then you can't use them because you're playing WYSIWYG, right? Or you have to, you know, you have to modify them somehow. So that's that's why I was kind of pushing WYSIWYG is that it kind of forces players to use uh, use whatever they have on hand. I mean that that is that is true. I would and I would... And, and, and generally speaking, when you're building your models, you're usually building them because you like the way they look, right? You like their aesthetics. Yes, this is true. If you're not playing your army for aesthetics, you're playing the game wrong. You're going to have a bad exactly. time when your army goes and is the new bad army, and you can't. You can't win games anymore. So if you don't like your army, you've got a you've got a you've got a bit of a problem. Right, right. So, so I guess my conclusion is maximum fun, and this this kind of system seems like it could be pretty maximum funish if you if you if you get my drift. Yes, yes, it would be maximum fun. The fun is just a buzzword, man. <laughs> yeah, okay. but no, no, it'd be it'd be very fun. 
Yeah, you have a lot of fun with those sorts of games. Yeah, exactly. So, so in conclusion, uh, I think randomized armies could be considered for wargaming. It would be a lot of fun for something like, uh, for something like, um, oh, geez, what's it called? The Flames of War, like especially the late war, it'd be a lot of fun. Because there's a lot of wacky stuff you could get, but you'd have to have all the models. Um, yeah, it would and, th- be, and that's another thing, right? It would be, uh, it would be very, very fun to play a game where it's like you, you would, you would play it randomly, and it, it's just, oh wow, the, uh, you know, you just roll for what you have in your collection, right? That would be fun, of course. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a mongoose rolls and gets his tigers <laughs> episode. <laughs> of course, well, with flames yeah. you don't always have fully filled out units. So if you roll for a tiger three times and you only have three tigers, congratulations, your army is three models strong. <laughs> yeah, and that and that would be that would be the big uh, letdown of this the, this whole thing is that you could theoretically just roll really badly three times and get like a really weird combination of of not very fun models in which in which point like you know we're playing this for fun so in which point you'd want to like allow your opponent to re-roll or something or maybe start out with a uh with a with a disadvantage of some kind because they chose to mulligan yeah some kind of mulligan yeah so maybe maybe I will add that maybe I'll add mulligan rules that could uh, be interesting you can mulligan and then have them remove a dude from the unit every time <laughs> from a unit randomly. So if you oh, mulligan be, three times, you have to remove three guys. Uh, that that's going to balance it in favor of horde armies. But a horde army that the faction actually has more to worry about with this because there's a chance they just roll their really bad weird units. Whereas with marines, you can kind of make this work no matter what you roll. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually thinking about uh well so so in Path to Glory you have a few uh victory uh things that uh that all players regardless of faction get like favor points. So when you win a game you gain a favor point. So maybe you have to maybe you can sacrifice favor points to mulligan. I don't know. It's a good question. So yeah. So did you did you have anything anything else about that? I, I just um not on that particularly. Uh I, I did want to talk about the new uh Flames of War books which I mentioned last week because uh Big Cat Gang has been vindicated or rather they're uh they've been they they haven't been let down yet yet. Um so if you've been listening to this for a while, you've probably heard me explain or at least talk about the fact that the Tiger one is unrepentant garbage in the mid-war. It, like like in, in real life or it, it, on well, the tabletop? In, on the tabletop. In real life, the Tiger, tiger was unrepentant garbage for other reasons. Like on paper, <laughs> the Tiger's really, really good. Bad, um, it's, bad it's, transmission? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically um on 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 paper the tiger's really good it's really tough it's got a good gun it's fairly mobile uh it's got a very good terrain cross rating 
this is all wonderful stuff. This kind of starts to fall apart just a tiny bit when you look at the fact that it's going to take up four points less than your entire army. Flames of War is a 100 points to 109 points. 109 points is tournament standard nowadays, but it's meant to be played at around 100 points. Tiger's 29. Okay, so quite, mean, quite, a, quite a big chunk of your points there. Yeah, and this combined with... There are a lot more cheaper heavy vehicles like KV-1s, Churchill tanks, things of that nature that are running around. So everybody's taking something with heavy anti-armor. So your Tiger's going to actually be coming across things that can kill it. Again, fun. Um, wonderful. So you're going to have some problems with the Tiger running into these things and them just straight up murdering the ever-loving crap out of your wonderful, beautiful big cat that... Oh, so expensive and oh, so wonderful and so powerful. It can take five, um, five Sherman tanks, but can't take a hit from a pheasant gun. Th- those World War II people Wait. will know what I'm talking about. Wait, a pheasant gun? Like a gun for pheasants? They called it the pheasant. Uh, it was the uh, it was the 17-pounder mounted on the 25-pounders uh, gun carriage that was rushed out to North Africa. Mm. It's called a 1725 pounder also. It 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 was a very massive anti-tank gun. Still, it's immobile and one of the one of one of the most pigeonholed units in the game in terms of its what it does for your army. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, okay. so 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 the tiger is unrepentant trash. But you know what isn't trash anymore? Please enlighten me. So, our good friends uh, at uh, at the, are the good people who are getting review copies of these games and leaking them on their blogs uh, or of the books and leaking them on the on their blogs. These these wonderful people. You know who you are if you're listening. If you don't know who you are, you don't know. Well, I'm... I'm really sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're really sorry about the amnesia, buddy. You might be a you might be an anime character or something, chief. Sorry. Uh, so these these people, they've they've made the uh, the Ferdinand is gonna sh- it's it's going to roll up with impenetrable front armor. Wait, what? In, in, impenetrable, as in like. Mathematically speaking, there are no guns available in the mid-war that can penetrate this thing from the front. I I know what impenetrable means, but like you can't so, so shoot you, so you the just... thing to death from the front of the tank. <laughs> you just okay. shoot it, and it doesn't die. Um, and then from the sides, okay. it has side armor that is basically equivalent to that of a Churchill tank. Um, the Churchill tank's front armor, I should say. Sorry, not front armor, but it's got the side armor of a Churchill tank. So it's it's ridiculously tough. Um, I mean, it's going to die on the sides to any heavy AT weaponry, but you're going to have to get heavy AT weaponry on the side of it to kill it. Um, so it's got so, all that. So, so you need to flank it, basically. Sort of. I mean, it's a long-range gun. Thing. Uh, no, sorry. The only thing that could theoretically kill a Ferdinand from the front is another Ferdinand. I lied. Uh, 
wait, what? <laughs> so and, and so, you, the, so the, the, the guy getting hit would have to roll a one, and then he'd have to roll, and then the other guy would have to roll greater than a three. So, okay. Wait, 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 wait. So it's impenetrable from the front, it but it can't cross for shit. So it, so it has a very horrible cross check. But here's the other funny thing. You want it, you want it, you want it, you want the better better part? Please enlighten me. It's seventeen points. So the tiger is more expensive than it. The tiger is not only more expensive; the tiger is worse in theory for what you would thought, want it to do. I thought I thought these people made made games. Isn't this a game? A or oh no, you know what this is? These people are model makers. These oh no 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 no! no. This models, is this is actually games. it actually does have some serious problems. So the the cheap, really heavy, freaking scary ass German tank has been a staple of Flames of War since second edition or so. But in reality, the only reason this thing exists is so a German player sops up about a fifth of his army points on the tank. And it's big and spooky, and it sits there on an objective, and nothing, nothing will peak the sight line because it does. He doesn't. The guy doesn't want to lose a single tank a turn to it. But it only has. It only has. Um, it only has like two shots a turn. So optimally, this thing can only kill two tanks a turn, which it's not going to be doing. Hmm. So, so the general the, the the thing is unkillable, but it doesn't really kill a whole lot. It also lacks a hull machine gun, which means if you charge it with infantry and surround it, just like you just automatically kill it. So why why didn't they put a machine gun on it? They put one on it later. Oh, oh okay. In the late right. war, it has a machine gun. But not but its that front it really armor is no longer impenetrable, right? Oh no, it's still got the the big front armor, man. <laughs> It's actually huh. better in the, its late war stats are better than its mid war stats. <laughs> I guess that makes it's sense. comparatively the same cost. Uh, but no, it's it's actually really ridiculously good, like really good. It's also really slow though. But doesn't matter because if you're moving this thing, you're making a mistake. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so it, I, it does this, cost one point less than the Panther, so Panther fags blown blown the fuck out. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to say that, but uh, oof, basically gonna get us kicked off the site, man. Yeah, your waifu, your waifu is trash. The Panther is a trash waifu. Go get dunked on, you nerd. That might actually get us banned off the site faster than uh, insane bad words. Uh, the, the other guys are pretty understanding of my uh, of my tank autism. Uh, but gonna be real chief. The Panther is actually unrepentant garbage in the mid war. Um, if you're playing Panthers in the mid war, and you're not like running two in a platoon as support for whatever reason, you are really bad at the game, and you should feel bad about yourself. Reasonable. The Panther is actually. I, I would seriously question as to why anyone would run one. Because it's so many points for what it does. When it's the Panthers, eighteen points. The Ferdinand is two or is seventeen. It's one less than the Panther. <laughs> With indestructible armor on the front of it. Yes, you can literally run a Ferdinand company. You can run like three or four of these things in an army. That 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 brings up the question of what what would your opponent do if you just put like a 
like 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 a like a half like a half circle or, or an arch of Ferdinands next to each other, like like on the corner of the map, so that they so that nobody could get to their to their side armor. Actually, you could because the way Flames of War works, you can shoot through enemy tanks to get at another enemy tank. Oh, that sucks. Yes. Uh, the models really only represent a generalized area where each model is occupying. Uh, although sight lines are measured from the models. So theoretically, you could get a side shot on them. But the other thing is, you can't win a game that way. The All Ferdinand list is hilarious on paper, and it's actually one of the most inexpensive lists in the entire game. Uh, because if you buy this Vesda Ferdinand, which is an amazing kit, and it's only like 5 bucks, uh, you can get spend $25 on your tanks for five of them, and then you can spend $25 on unit cards, and then you can just buy a platoon of infantry or, like, some artillery, and then, boom, you have an entire army, and you can take your Ferdinands, and you can plop them on the table and lose every game except, like, the game that <laughs> your opponent decided to be an idiot and run a... Uh, if you're Basically, the only game the Ferdinand wins is if your opponent was dumb enough to play like a, a heavy or a medium tank company at you. Otherwise, you lose. An, an all-Sherman com- uh, company? I, yes, the Sherman company would lose probably to the Ferdinands. Um, although, a Grant company probably wouldn't. Infantry will definitely beat this thing up, though. Uh, that's it's it's very weak to infantry assaults, which you know, to be expected. It's pretty funny. I cannot wait to run my Ferdinand next to my Panzer Grenadiers like I used to in the late war. Uh, it basically now I can play my late war ballist in the mid war, which makes me so happy. You have no idea. Yeah, that's always that's always nice. I guess I don't know. I it's don't play very, Flames War. So. It's going to be very good. Very good. Um, I'm, they, they even have the option for the unmounted uh, mortars for the Panzer Grenadiers, which is great. It's just going to be great. You you have no idea how great this Kursk book is. It's just wonderful. It's like. It's just so amazing. It's just, I don't even know how to, it's got all the best waifus. It's got all the best, it's got Panzer IV, it's got Panzer III, it's got the Ferdinand. If you're, if you're into BBW, it's got the, uh, it's got the Stug III, it's got the Borgward, if you're into like that goth girl who kills herself halfway through your relationship and destroys everything, you know, (laughs) uh, well, okay, 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 so, but, but it, it the Borg Ward is literally just a remote controlled bomb. Oh, those that's things. the meme. Yes, it's one of those. I know those things. Yes, I know those everybody things. knows those things. They're great. It's got Brumbars. Uh, as my um, as my Ukrainian buddy, he he. When I was playing Germans, he asked me, "Why don't you have any big boom boom fuck?" And he just sends me a picture of Brumbar. <laughs> I'm like, because it's garbage. Actually, now the Brumbar is like it's a decent support option because it can be used as sort of an off AT unit. It's got in a, it's kind of a general well rounder. It, it, it's you you it, it's it's kind of funky looking. It's kind of weird. It 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 has sort of a you can use it for a lot of things, but it's not particularly good at anything it does. Kind of vibe. So run it at your own risk, I guess, and be a 
I I don't own any, so I've never run Brumbars, but they're they're one of those units where it's like you can take them if you want. Uh, they're they're not like they're not really bad. They're not bad enough to the point where it's like Panthers. You're actually penalizing yourself if you take Brumbars. Brumbar is five points less than the uh, than the Ferdinand. So the Ferdinand is doing better than the Brumbar. Oh, but but your your tigers got all uh, nerfed. I am never. I've really never been a big tiger fan. Oh okay. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. I am not like super attached to my to my tiger tanks. Uh, I really like. I like it when my king tiger and my Ferdinands are good. Um, that's that's the most fun for me. Hmm. Okay. Well. So yeah, that's that's that. Well. Yeah. More or less happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I have been uh I've just been incredibly thankful that I am uh I can do hobbies and uh and not have to worry about various things that other people in our uh in our thing have. So yeah. It's pretty much that. So yeah, um yeah, we we have it's it's very funny. We'll we'll be like off air and we'll be just talking about like funny cool stuff and then like we get on air and it's just like uh, uh what are we talking about again, chief? I don't know, buddy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. I, I sometimes I even wonder why we have people that listen to our like podcast at all cuz <laughs> I know why. I know why. Because we're the it's only cause... ones that regularly produce a uh a like non non gmo non uh non or, or a bpa free uh friendly neighborhood larping hour podcast about how to play uh or about your favorite larp games like dungeons and dragons and warhammer the 40,000th edition 40 the 40,000th edition well i mean if you if you wanted to talk about vigilus weekend weekender we can this is a this is a thing that gw put on that showcases yet more primaris lieutenants oh yeah this is this is actually something i i forgot we were going to talk about this is something we need to talk about because <laughs> I, I i got i got i got like okay so here's i'm just gonna go like right into my rant here because i just I don't even. I can't even restrain myself. So here's the thing: GW is producing Primaris Marines lieutenants. Lieutenant kind of sub commander for your army. It's a model. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like the old captains were. The old captains were definitely better. Um, lieutenants, pretty great, cool, whatever. GW is making models for them. So the models they're making, they just keep making separate single pose lieutenants <laughs> for different armies. <laughs> Single pose. Now, for those of you who don't know what a single pose model is, so a lot of times you buy your box of plastic dudes. For example, your Imperial Guardsman box is going to have... The Guardsman, it comes with five separate sets of legs. It comes with ten sets of legs, ten legs, ten torsos, uh, many arms, and a lot of different heads to choose from. So you can mix and match these. Uh, There are five different types of leg poses, and then there are a bunch of different arm poses for different guns whether they have, like, bayonets on and off and all that stuff. Cool. Whatever. Great. 
Comes with also little bits you can glue on the sides, like little bits of stowage and stuff. Great. Come All comes on a nice sprue. You snip it off, paint it, put it together, or put it together, then paint it. Wonderful. Okay. So, what is a single pose guy? Single pose guy is a kit generally with a single dude or several dudes, and they can't be posed any other way than they're posed right. in the box because of the way they're assembled, or they just don't come with exchangeable parts to make different poses with. I mean, I mean, some kits come with uh, the legs separated, so you could pose the legs and then and then pose the torso. Basi- basically, when you assemble the model, you can you can choose which way he's looking, right? Uh, uh, which way he's got his torso pointed. Sometimes you can even choose, uh, like if he's running or standing still. Yeah. So this, this is this is true. Um, yeah. And, and and it all depends on on which pose you choose to glue it. Whereas you can, single you pose can even is just... with with um with separate uh separate um weapons and things. You can even make like a running away or running um running set of legs look like he's actually like trying to bayonet somebody with a guardsman. Right. Yeah. So now, so they they're producing these lieutenants and they're all single pose. And, yeah, but, but see, nine, this, nine this, different models. This, yeah, this isn't the problem until you realize there are nine of them. Nine. <laughs> nine, 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 nine. Which, which is like, okay, so you you want your lieutenant, you pick him out, you buy him, you you got to pick from nine. So this is stupid for a variety of reasons. One. So it used to be they had this chapter master kit, which costs as much as like an entire box of guardsmen, but that's okay because it came with like. Like, literally, like, a metric crap load of bits. Like, yeah, yeah, like, it, it, way this, more bits. This than kit you would use had more little well. weapons and gadgets than, like, the entirety of the Batman extended universe, my dude. Like, they had, like, combi bolter for, like, all your weapons. Little things that didn't even make any sense. Things for different marine chapters. Like, 50 billion different helmets. 20,000 pauldrons. Like, so many pauldrons. You got pauldrons all over the place. You could put pauldrons on pauldrons. You can put scraps of cloth on the pauldrons. You can put scraps of cloth on scraps of cloth on the pauldrons. That's how great this thing was. Right? Great. People would buy it just for the pauldrons, just to put them on the regular marines. It was that great. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, it, it, there there is a famous uh, uh, suggestion that once you were done building out, uh, like like for old Marine players, once you were done building out all your Marines, you take you take like five or so extra dudes, and you take the uh, Space Marine. I think it was called the Commander Kit, uh, which uh, and what you do is you make your commander, and then you put all the extra bits on those guys, and you get your your uh, your elite uh, Stern Guard squad. Right, so you didn't have to buy the stern guard kit along with the commander kit and everything. You just, you just take all those bits and you know you make you make an elite squad. Right. So it so so it kind of like overlapped there a little bit. Right. Great. Cool. Wonderful. You're thinking, okay, so what's so wrong with having 120, 120 trillion different <laughs> single pose kits? And I am going to explain it right now in a way that is really easy for everybody to understand. Here's the deal. Why would I... The the single pose kits, it's stupid. So you look at the single pose kit, and you're like, Chief, okay, so I can only make one dude out of this, and then even then I don't have little bits and pieces to put on my other dudes to put elsewhere in my frickin' army, you know, to put $30. $30. Wait, it's $30 for one of these single dudes? Yeah, look it up. 
Oh no, that's <laughs> that's even worse. So like, used to be you bought a single dude, but he came with a bunch of little bit of extra bits you could put yeah. on other dudes. So it was actually even worth it to buy it, even if you didn't want the dude. So you can make like your veteran sergeants, your stern guards, or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, you're, yeah. Uh, this is a single dude for thirty like bucks. They're only ten. Kids. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, nobody likes the new space marine. What are you and- doing? <laughs> well why? and they well the reason one of the reasons why they had to make nine of them was because they wanted like two or three regular lieutenant poses and then they wanted one for each of the uh the codexed chapters so like there's a blood angel one there's a dark angel one there's a there's but a if, space if the, one. if the dark angel one doesn't have the equipment i wanted my dark angel's lieutenant i have to buy the lieutenant with the equipment it's not even like yeah. are, uh, like are the weapons even exchangeable uh what do you what do you mean do, the do, do all like the arms exchangeable can i choose my actually weapons so so the pauldrons are exchangeable oh, and, okay and I, and I know this because i bought uh, like a box of uh, intercessors, and I made them into Death Watch because I just I put the pal- I put different pauldrons on them. The uh, you can put like sheathed swords and and you know oh, okay. like so the, these them. arms are not exchangeable. I cannot change it from like a plasma gun to a plasma pistol or something like that. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. You can you can do that. The the well, hmm, that's actually a very okay. Good can question. I do it without chopping the miniatures? arms off at the wrists or the elbows. No. <laughs> oh, that's like, oh, that's now, like one of the things GW used to do right that you could actually like not give them like crap for was that they were like they 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 had made they had made these pieces of equipment that like or not equipment but they made these miniatures that were so all these bits and you could exchange your bits it was great yeah. the bits you, you could even uh, wh- you, why why <laughs> why <laughs> well and, but part of the reason is that all the primaris soldiers got like new equipment like actually different but, looking but, equipment but, but but why why not put all the equipment in one box with one dude so you can change it out maybe with some separate poses on it i don't know what's why not good, just sell question. like three generic ones because with a bunch of pauldrons in them? Uh, see, this this is dumb. This is like okay, I'm gonna okay. You do not need nine different multi pose models for a thing. Okay, uh, let's go through every Panzer IV kit produced by oh, yeah, like this yeah. is every like minting of the Panzer IV. This isn't like um, this isn't like uh oh I count the uh, the combo box with its where it's like. You buy the box and it's got three Panzer IVs and five Panzer threes and some artillery pieces in it. I'm not counting. All right, because they're the same sprue. They just yeah, package there's three different. Of them in a box. I'm t- I'm counting like different molds, right? Yeah. Different moldings of it. Okay, so we've got the Panzer IV D, which is the first iteration. Then you got the E, the F1, F2. Okay, so that's three so far. Then you got the G, four, H. Okay, that's five, and those are the resin and pewter kits. So there are five different Panzer IV kits, and those are just single resin and pewter blisters. Then you've got Major Von Luck as a special character. That's six. I'm counting him because he's his own. He's got his own special mold. Then there are the mid-war plastic ones, which is the seventh kit. Then on top of that, they have the Panzer IV J, which is the late. Late War One, it's its own box. It comes with different skirting, so I'll count that, even though the hull is the same. So that's going to be eight. 
And then they have the, the plastic late war Panzer IV that's nine. So we have nine separate Panzer IVs. But you know what the difference here is? Mechanically speaking, about half of them can be interchanged for one another. And it doesn't really matter because they've got the same guns and they, 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 their differences are so minor that, like, the difference between a Panzer F1 and F2 and a Panzer G is actually so negligible, you could actually switch them out in an army and nobody would notice. And if you're fielding that kind of Panzer army, you could have a series of Panzer F2s and Gs mixed in with each other and it would mechanically perform the same way and it'd be very fine, right? Same with the Panzer well, I mean, H I mean, and the Panzer J. Technically, all these Primaris lieutenants have the same equipment. <laughs> wait, wait, they, all, they don't come for, with special for weapons? Part. For the most part. Do no. they have the option to put special weapons on them? Uh, I don't. I don't think. Well, I mean, I mean, special weapons as in like a power sword. What about like combi weapons? No, none of that. Oh, uh, okay. So this is less of a problem with like. Okay, this is even getting even more dumb. <laughs> yeah. So, it is. so I I thought that this was like the chapter master. You could put like all sorts of different equipment on this dude. You can't. No. Can he ride a bike? No. Can he have a can he have a jetpack? <laughs> can, can he do literally anything that's cool? No, I'm just telling you right now. No. Why? Okay, this well, gets a, this, gets, this moves away from model design to game design. This is stupid. What's the point in having a single dude if he can't take little bits of equipment? Like the entire point of Marines as an army is you would have the Marines <laughs> and then you would have like the special dudes you'd take with the Marines. Yeah. Like the chapter because the, because or, they, because or they the were chapter master and you would like have your chapter master have like I don't know a Terminator <laughs> armor and a storm bolter because you liked that or you liked the way it played or like you know you'd have your your librarian with a jump pack and like you know a combi plasma gun or something like that that's cool whatever you would have it because you could put it on there they don't even sell combi plasma gun librarians with jump packs they don't sell that you'd have no, to kit bash no, no. it out of your chapter master kit and a librarian kit whatever cool nobody cares it's great so so okay i'm just yeah, mad so, i am unbelievably angry right now why would you write in the space marines codex a single model unit commander thing that can't take little special doodads why i believe well here i can i can look what? it up but ba- basically uh. ba- basically so so i will say though that that the well, but but these also did not replace the old models. Though. Of course not. They didn't replace the old models, but that's not an excuse for them being bad. No, it's not. It's not. But yeah, I, it basically the the way I like to look at it is that there are different. Uh, they've got they've got a different. Um, I don't know. I guess a uh, uh, feel to them. They're supposed to be more like frontline troops with all with like a standardized equipment list they're basically baby's first marine because because if if you if you think about it like somebody new getting into the game they look at the basic tactical squad and like and you know the 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 sergeant can take like all these weapons and then when you first get into the game that's the coolest part is it's like dude i got these dudes and then i I can theoretically take like 20 trillion different things on him dude i can put the doodad of death on the sergeant dude do you know what the doodad of death does that's like a plus two to this roll or i can re-roll this in this circumstance that's great when you're new the 
No, I, I, I refuse I, I to accept agree. that argument. As a new player, the, the freaking doodads are the best. That's like half the reason you... I, I completely agree. Okay, so so the lieutenant... Okay, so the primaris lieutenant... So that that's another thing, is that they also added a regular non-primaris lieutenant. And he can take a whole bunch of stuff. He can be... He can have, uh, like, jump packs and other things like that. So the regular primaris lieutenant has a bolt pistol, frag and crack grenades... And he's got a mastercrafted auto bolt rifle, which he can exchange for a Starker bolt rifle or a power sword. That's an or, by the way. So he can't he can't have a he can't have a rifle and a and a sword. We already. A... Uh, okay. Okay. So. I. <laughs> so yeah. So however, a, a regular lieutenant can have a jump pack, he can have combi weapons, he can have a mastercrafted bolt gun, which is actually really good. Probably better than than the other rifle. Uh, he can have his, whatever pistols he has, his army has access to. He can have power weapons, chain sword, thunder hammer. He can take a thunder hammer. So you can, you could theoretically have a jump pack, thunder hammer uh, lieutenant if you wanted to. Cost a lot, but you, you could. So yeah, so so they st- they still have all of those guys, but the Primaris tend to be a lot like like better as far as the stats go, but and and that's ki- that's kind of the that's kind of the trade-off is that they have slightly better stats, but uh but their equipment is standardized. So they don't have the the uh the level of customization. So yeah, I I I really agree that the reason why Marines are cool is that they could swap out all this equipment and get really like you know they they're they're Marines, right? They're Marines. They can they can they have they have access to so much equipment they can they can have access to like jetpacks and shit. Yeah. And rant. <sighs> <laughs> so yeah, so 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 anyway, my, so my my so disappointment back, is immeasurable. And my getting day back, is ruined. Getting back to the Weekender, uh, they released a new Primaris Lieutenant, which is not actually a Primaris Lieutenant. It's actually Primaris Marnius Calgar. If if this is if this is a if this is new to you, then I'm really sorry to break it to you. But they are upgrading Marnius Calgar to Primaris. So so he's got a bigger model now. He's still got his like double fist, double uh, gun loadout. But uh, yeah. So that's that's the new that's the new model that they that they showed. They showed a lot of other new models too, which uh, which this new uh, noise marine is pretty pretty kicking. So I don't know. I, I I feel like I feel like I just ruined mongoose's day. Just just <laughs> mad. Just mad. Just just angry. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what to say other than I'm just really disappointed and mad with everything. Well, I mean, I mean, they also, they also, I, GW new... has taken my low expectations for their de- performance <laughs> and they've, they've, they've taken them to the point where it's actually absurd. Okay. But, but you have to, you have to understand that, that their space Marine line is, it has always been like their, their newbies first mini war gaming line. Right. Like I, 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 
it's this, this is just I mean and, why, and why the thing is, is that they did not replace but to... but but they but they didn't replace the old models though which is exactly what AOS did which pissed everybody off right well yeah they, you had a dude that lit a store on fire which was great um you you had you had dudes who had their whole like Bretonian army I I saw this one YouTube video of this guy who had his whole Bretonian army on like a piece of cardboard outside and he doused it in gasoline and burned it <laughs> that, like up in flames that dude is a hero <laughs> yeah he is he is he is he, he, his martyrdom will live in the annals of history forever like like these guys who burn their entire armies i don't know about burning down gws i'm not going to endorse that i mean but these that, that guys is who funny it's not it's it not something funny. you should do but it's hilarious yeah so so you know this this is what you need to do burn your entire army <laughs> if they do something that you don't like like that so that's that's my theory maybe i'm wrong I, I don't know. I, I, I'm just mad. I, I, I hadn't realized that that's the way the lieutenants worked. I just assumed that they were, um, they were the well, same. I mean, I mean, I mean they're, they're, they're all primaris units though. Like, uh, the intercessor squad, which is basically the tactical squad. Uh, they, they don't really have, I mean, you can't give them a special weapon or anything. Wait, they just wait, no, what? No, 40 yeah. is all about the one dude in the squad with the special weapon. Well, well, the sergeant can take a power sword, and one of them can take a grenade launcher, so you can launch a frag grenade across the map. But other than that, ba- basically they have to better... You're be able to choose! Yeah. Well, well they're basically able to... Uh, they basically have better stats. They have, they have two wounds each. And uh, and their bolt rifles are better. Their bolt rifles have better AP, basically, and that's it. And they're all pretty much mono pose. <laughs> I'm just pissing you off more and more. <laughs> Everything about this is wrong, and I, I say this as someone who doesn't really care that much about like. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Chief. I play a game with a lot of vehicles, and vehicles are very monopose. So I, I like if I want to make stuff look different, I got to get creative with what I build. But when I'm playing a 28 millimeter game, the expectation is that stuff is going to look different. This is this is absurd. It is this is unacceptable. I had no idea that this was. I. I I had no idea. I I still have no idea. I I I can't. I'm just well. I'm so, I'm just mad. I, I'm just mad. And so picking your jimmies off the floor a little bit. Uh, they did release a lot of other models at the weekender, which I, I are saw. pretty cool. Some of them look the, stupid. Some of them look cool. I, I the bikers, the gene stealer bikers. I'm too mad to even comment at this point. <laughs> they got they got gene stealer bikers. They got a they got what looks like a moon buggy, a gene stealer moon buggy with like a mining laser on it. It looks like. Uh, they got a guy. They got a. Uh, they got a guy looking at like a, like a projection of like whatever. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, a lot of these, a lot of these gene stealer cult. If if you want to look it up, uh, I would suggest looking it up. But these gene stealer cult uh, models look pretty cool. And honestly, the uh, the Primaris uh, uh, Ultramarine bodyguard around. Calgar looks not bad. 
they're honor guard. They're they're supposed to be all like, you know, maybe maybe they got they got the bling going. Yeah, got a cool cape. Got a cool cape. They they got a they got a toilet seat on their shield. Look at this. Look and this. I was Look defending Gailyman Gile, this week, and <laughs> I, I, you were you were. I, Look at that. They got a toilet seat on their shield. <laughs> the, 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 the ultramarine symbol is okay. That's fine. But I mean, I guess that guy's pretty cool looking. It would have been a better normal marine. Yeah, I agree. I'm just mad. I'm just. <laughs> Who would do this? Why would you do this? Just, just go, just go soothe your jimmies over at the Monster Girl Encyclopedia. I, I'm gonna have to go sit down and watch the animes I didn't watch while I was around out and about today. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go do that, I guess, to make myself less angry about <laughs> the stupid stuff. <laughs> So I will say, though, uh, there is a faction that allows you to mix and match your Primaris Marines, which I play, which is the Death Watch. So in Death Watch, uh, with with Death Watch, you can actually take an Intercessor squad and add like an aggressor, which is basically like a like a like a Primaris that's been that's been uh, that's been Jim broing it for a while. He's a. He's kind of massive. He's got like dual flamers on his uh, gauntlets, and you can add like a like a like a plasma guy and all this other stuff. So a jetpack guy. So that faction you can do that with, and you can use special issue ammunition. I don't know if that soothes. I don't think that soothes your jimmies at all. I don't. No, chief, no. chief. I'm just mad. <laughs> I'm just. You're you're mad gotta, that a game that you don't play is. I, I'm to- mad. I'm mad that GW has just continuously failed. I I, I can't. The I I am incoherent with with anger. <laughs> you really didn't expect me to uh, to dump all of this on you today. I did didn't. You? I didn't expect any of this to to exist to be a thing and here i am sitting here all of this information has been dumped on me and now i'm just mad hmm. <laughs> well what would what would soothe your jimmies give me give me something I I, I I gotta I gotta end recording before I just start like incoherently just <laughs> yelling and ranting about everything that's just making me frustrated. I gotta get You're... I gotta get mad. I, like I gotta get off of here before I actually like actually like start saying things that like like about my personal life on here that are making me mad. I'm just mad. Aww. <laughs> uh G W Y. Because, because they have to. That's why. That's because because they have to. Also, uh, also they previewed some uh, some demonettes. What looks like what looks like a giant harp coming out of a guy's back, like a like a like a harp spinal column. I don't know. Looks pretty cool. That just sounds pretty nasty. It's pretty nasty, yeah, yeah. 
But then again, uh, then again, body horror is is very slanesh. So, gotta get gotta get that body horror going. Yes. <laughs> you're, just, you're still pissed off. I'm Why just. I, I'm just. Off? I'm dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't do this now. I'm just so mad. Why? Why did this happen? Why? 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 Why did? Why did GW ruin their their marine? Why, why did they uh, ruin every? How did they manage? Freaking parody onion news cover. Single comp corporation manages to destroy everything good about itself and alienate its fans. I... Well, well, okay. So, so some of the primary sculpts are pretty cool. The uh, the librarian and the and the chaplain. The chaplain got really just look dumb. Just I mean, I mean, they dumb. they got pretty spooky now. Yeah. Uh, I can't. I can't. I can't do it anymore, man. I'm gonna. Ha- I think we're gonna have to call it a week. This is. This is just. <laughs> I don't even know what we're gonna call this. Mongoose just gets mad. Like. Mongoose gets mad at Primaris. <laughs> mongoose just, just mad mongoose. So we're just gonna have to call this, I guess. All right, I'll, I'll see you guys when I when I get like when I calm down and like edit this and upload it today because that's what we're doing anyway. Uh, that's been all for this week, I think. <laughs> <laughs> as as always, keep your. Uh, oh oh keep wait your... wait 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 wait! Before huh? I forget, there is actually one thing I might forget here that is actually pretty hilarious. Um, we actually had a fan write-in. Uh, uh, he's on Twitter, at Archon Orso. So I'm hoping he's listened this far, and he's gotten all the way through it. Um, he actually, way back in episode one, when you remember when we broke Kill Team with the Plasma Scions? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, um, he actually played two games with Plasma Scions and won both of them, and... Uh, one one uh, one he actually got a guy pretty uh, pretty salty about it apparently so Ooh. you heard it here first first guys uh plasma scions not only do they work but they will win you games uh so there you go shout out to scion bro yeah shout out to uh, at archon a r c h o o n o r s o on twitter for uh letting me have that really juicy tidbit of knowledge um and thank you for following our crack-brained advice, and it actually worked. So you hear it here first. Our takes are the best that we that we shamelessly pull from Teej. I didn't actually shamelessly pull that one from Teej. I I heard it um from somewhere, and once I verified it, I uh we we got that going. Oh. So with all that out of the way, I think that's uh that's all that. That's all this week. week. Yeah, that's all this week. See you guys next week. Take care, Chiefs. See ya.
Thank you.